Welcome back, everybody. This is Todd Sylvester once again with the Todd Sylvester Inspires Belief Cast. I am excited once again to have uh, Zach Pryor on the uh, Belief Cast today. Um, this is the first time meeting, actually. And, yeah. Um, he was referred to by a, a, another guest that I had on earlier, and um, Zach's got quite the story. So I'm excited for our listeners to hear it. Um, I do want to first thank, again, our sponsor, Veracity Networks, and my friend Drew Peterson for making that possible. It's truly helped us get the word out uh, and to the masses. And so, Zach, thank you for joining me today. Yeah, thanks for having me on. This is uh, pretty exciting and uh, pretty pretty interesting experience so far. Yeah, good. Well, you know, you have an amazing story and I, I you know, there's, you sent me your bio and I'm going to read just a little bit from that and just kind of, you know, as a young kid, you were a, you know, you were labeled a troubled youth, right? Mm-hmm. Oh and yeah. You struggled with anger issues. Uh, was there addiction involved in that too? Drug oh yeah. Use and all a, lot, that? a lot of partying, a lot of partying, recreational yeah. drug use, drinking, that sort of thing. And you got arrested at age 14. Yep. That was the first time I got arrested. Yeah. For assault, if I remember right. Is yeah. That, okay. Yeah. So, I mean, you, you had a rough upbringing and it's amazing though, listeners, what he's done to, with his life now. He's a, he's a bodybuilder. Um, he is currently an NPC amateur bodybuilder and he's aspiring to get his IFBB pro card, which is similar to like if you were playing in the NFL mm-hmm. or major league baseball or the NBA, correct? Yeah. Yeah. It's on that yeah. in the bodybuilding world. That's the, yeah. that's the, the pinnacle of, uh, where you can be at. Right. And you, you didn't grow up lifting weights or anything like that. No. It was just, you kind of found your purpose in this. And I've heard this from other people who have had a rough upbringing and they find, like they find the gym and they find yeah. a, a purpose to move forward. And your, yours is not just going to the gym. It's more, you know, this bodybuilding like we were talking about here. Mm-hmm. Which yeah. Is pretty amazing. Yeah. I mean, it definitely, I mean, I was always a skinny kid, um, you know, growing up just all through through my youth into right. my younger uh, adult years. Um, and so working out was never really a thing I I never uh was into any school sports um or anything like that right. nothing nothing active whatsoever um until you know just like 5 or 6 years ago uh, I think yeah just coming up on 5 years that I started literally started going to the gym right um and before that like I said, I mean, it was the complete opposite, just completely self-destructive. Right. What I was doing to my body was <laughs> terrible. Exactly. You know? Yeah. yeah. And so, um, well, let's get into that because I want our listeners to know where you came from. Mm-hmm. So let's talk about a little bit about your family and, uh, you know, you growing up a little bit. And then let's talk about when you got into, started getting into trouble and things like yeah. that. Yeah. So, um, when I was younger, my parents didn't really, they had their own sort of uh, drug issues and, and personal issues of theirs going on. So um, we didn't have, you know, a s- stable, between me and my brothers and sisters, didn't have a stable environment growing up, um, bounced around from living place to place. I mean, all within the state of state of Utah, but always moving around a million okay. times. And Did you know as a young child that your parents were struggling with substance abuse no i i mean at at a young age i don't think i really even knew what that sort of world was um so like a lot of stuff i just figured was just kind of normal that it was to like bounce around from school to school you know being all over the place 
um, and not really, you know, having any sort of stability. So it didn't really, I, I think, although it didn't really, I didn't consciously think about it, I think subconsciously it, it you know, created a lot of these sort of issues that yeah. would later manifest into. Yeah, and you kind of knew something was off, obviously, mm-hmm. but you couldn't pinpoint it. Yeah, yeah, and I think, you know, with without knowing something, you know, what, what, what is going on, but you you have a sense of that something isn't right, just human nature. Sure. Um, and so bounced around with between mom and dad and then moving around all sorts of places. And then um, eventually my half-brother and half-sister, they went to go live with their dad. We had same same mom, different dads. They lived with their dad. And me and my younger sister went to go live with our grandparents. Okay. Um, just during a time that you know my mom and dad couldn't couldn't take 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 care of us, had the, didn't have the means to. Um, and that was around I think fourth grade or so. Okay. Fourth, fifth grade. Um. So parents divorced. Yeah, they they my parents got divorced. I uh, had to be like two or three, so I was okay. still pretty young. So young enough. Um, where do you fall in line? Are you the youngest, oldest? In the I'm middle? the s- I'm the second youngest. Okay. Um, so I have a younger sister and then an older half sister and then an older half brother. Okay. Um. Uh, and so <clears throat> after you know moving with my grandparents, I think, I mean, looking back in retrospect, yeah, I think th- I was already like had all already had these sort of issues going on that. You know, I had no idea about, and I think my grandparents had to deal with this like right. sort of, yeah. you know, messed up sort of kid, and they didn't know. You, you know, they had a hard time dealing with it because their grandparents are older. They're, you know, and they're trying to do everything they they can. Um, I didn't really think, like I said at, at the time, right? I think I was just like kind of just acting out in certain ways, and so they like, you know. Uh, like put me with like a psychologist and psychiatrist and then I like got on like certain like medications and stuff yeah. like that of like and I was like given diagnosis for like ADD, anxiety, depression. So I was like taking all the, you know, yeah. at, at 11, 12, 13 years old, you know, taking, which I don't really think is the best thing for kids to be taking when their brain isn't f- reached full of development. Yeah. But I mean, trying to do, whatever we can to, you know, get me sort of normalized as much as possible. But I yeah. just acted out in school. I did very poorly in school. Yeah. Um, and so I think, you know, just by, and then by the time I was 14, um, my parents have kind my parents kind of got their shit together and whatever, st- went back, mm-hmm. lived with my mom. Um, and then just started doing stupid stuff, getting in trouble with the law. First time, fourteen. So um, you, your mom's at this point. You're back with your mom at age fourteen. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So in between, what was it? What was like so? What about four or five years lived with my grandparents? Maybe even more than that. And then about f- age fourteen, back to live with my mom. Um, and then just started acting out and. Um, got in trouble at my first time at 14, assault charged, and then got sent to um, a detention facility for a period of time, 
and then from there got put into an alternative junior high school right for the the troubled youth um but the the problem with that i think was you're now put in an environment with other troubled youth and whereas you know before you're you're you might be around a little bit better influences but now it's like everybody's clumped together that have all been in trouble with the law um or you know have some sort of similar upbringing where where things were completely unstable so that just put me in an environment where then i started you know using all sorts of drugs smoking weed doing coke doing i've i mean at this point i've done tried basically every every type of drug under the sun multiple times drank a lot just partied a lot and um that just led to you know getting in trouble and arrested more times um so it sounds like i mean you we had talked about this before even you know uh, you had some anger issues growing up Mm -hmm. and and we know you know in my field that anger is a secondary emotion and what comes before anger is fear and hurt Mm -hmm. and so you know based on what you've gone through even with your own family i mean you probably had a lot of hurt and what we do as human beings is we act out in anger Mm -hmm. so we don't feel the hurt yeah i feel that so here you are like you keep saying it i keep acting out Mm -hmm. which tells me you know growing up you had a lot of hurt going on yeah and yeah i think that's fair and it's it's hard for me to say like oh i felt this way but if i was like on the outside looking in if i was looking at somebody else acting in the ways that i did i think it was like more like attention seeking maybe that you didn't get as a child or something that that sort of general thing sure um but also also i think just general just anger you know just being mad at maybe situation or you know or uh you know could be could be fear you know sure it's 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 hard to say yeah you know at, at that at that point in time but it makes it makes sense yeah um but it was it was always doing stuff you know uh just completely impulsive not yeah not thinking about the consequences i always i've always was always fairly intelligent kid um which you know everybody that was around me was like you're always so smart why are you doing this why are you doing this you're such an intelligent kid you're like you know you're wasting this potential on just doing stupid stuff and and getting in trouble and hanging out with with people that are you know that aren't going to be positive influences as well as i'm a very you know could be a a negative influence on them to think just kind right, of feeding off sure, each yeah. other um which was always funny because my mom was always wanting to blame like oh this, your friends are such bad influences your friends are like <laughs> well i mean yeah but i'm not the best influence right, either i'm not helping out in that yeah area. it's yeah. it's i think you kind of in that environment you're feeding off of each other yeah um for sure and so that just you know led me to go in and out detention centers um and then you know spending time in like uh, you know, Mill Creek Juvenile Detention Center. Um, so I spent, I mean, clumped together, I mean, years of my life yeah. just sitting in a cell as a, as like a teenager, as well as, you know, I went to, you know, county jail after I turned 18 a few times, um, which was even just completely different experience, um, you know. Right. And, and so... With all of that, you know, I, I 
had family members that were like, you know, if you keep on doing this, you're going to end up going to prison at some point in time, you know? And so I think just naturally as I got older, started calming down a little bit and then um, just decided one day, uh, me and my friend Josh, we were working together, went to the, we just were like, Hey, let's just start going to the gym. I was like, how old are you at this time? Uh, so this was five years ago. So what I was 24, 24. And so up until this point, you Mm -hmm. had been in and out of jail. You've been arrested a few times. You're, you're still, uh, I would imagine, are you still doing drugs and drinking and partying? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, from the age 14 all the way to about 24, just so really you're, heavy. Okay, and here's what I'm tra- – so at 24, your friend says, hey, let's go hit the gym. Mm-hmm. Just kind of like a random thing, let's just go. Yeah. But you're still doing all of this behavior up to that moment. Is that correct? Yeah, I okay. had calmed down quite a bit after okay. about the age of like around 21, 22. Okay. Um, I think I had matured quite a bit, um, but I was still like – um, you know, doing things that could have gotten me arrested or in trouble and, right. and still, you know, doing a lot of drugs and drinking and partying a lot, um, which is still bad, but it was much, much different from when I was, you know, in my, in my teenage to earlier years. Right. Um, and then, yeah, it was, it was completely random. It wasn't anything like I had planned for this. If you would have told me six years ago that I'd be <laughs> c- competing, you know, right. stepping on stage in like a, you know, a Speedo and, you know, <laughs> massive amounts of spray tan, I would have said, you're absolutely insane. There's no way. And uh, here I am after my sixth, fifth and sixth competitions. Right. So, um, yeah, we were... We were just like, okay, let's start going to the gym and start lifting weights. Just, you know, might be cool to do, whatever, get big muscles, whatever, you know, sort of guyish right. sort, of, sort of thing. And then um, I just, I just enjoyed doing it after, you know, a few weeks. He's like, he, you know, we were going in the morning right before we went to work and he was like, man, I don't want to wake up early and do this today. And I'm like, okay. So I just started going on my own and it just kind of took off from there. It I just, took off, yeah. and I think it it came from like my addictive personality and these sort of things that you know led to all this self-destructive behavior when i was a teenager yeah well now i had sort of a, a better outlet for all that negative all that energy that i was i yeah. was putting out you know in in all these negative ways well now i was able to you know take out my aggression and 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 everything going on and be able to discipline myself um, to do something and be be goal oriented. So it just I just became obsessed with it from very early on, right? You know, and that was that that was kind of how that took off. When did you know? Like, I mean, did you just know? Like, hey, this is what I've been missing in my life. Like, when did you know that? Like, uh, this was going to be something that's going to actually take me to doing something completely different and get me out of this this world I've been living in that's been, you know, you know, littered with I mean, alcohol and drugs and all that. I don't think I really had sort of like a moment okay. or like some sort of epiphany. I think it was just over time, maybe after about a year of doing it and people started after just a year of lifting and people in the gym were like, Oh, well do you compete or anything? And I was like, yeah. no, I, I, you know, at that point I had like no desire to do it. I mean, maybe I had a little bit of a desire, but I right. didn't feel like, you know, oh, I'm not that guy. I don't, you know, I'm 
maybe didn't feel good enough, you know, that because I'd only been doing it for such a short period of time right. where everybody competing. They've been doing it since they were like teenagers and stuff. I'm like, ah, dude, I'm just, I'm like 24, 25 years old. I can't start doing that. And then after a while, um, you know, like I said, I just became super, super obsessed with, with, uh, bodybuilding where it's this, this whole world that right. I had never, I mean, I was new about bodybuilding. You see the bodybuilders on magazines and stuff, but you, you have no idea of, of like what's in that that community in that world and now now i like submerse myself into it i'm like there's so much to it and and the i think just the the extremeness is kind of what what draws right. me to it i'm a ve- i'm a very like black or white type of guy like 100 uh-huh. percent or nothing <laughs> like it's very right. you know one way or the other there's not a lot of gray area so um that's one thing that i liked was you know the guys that were really good they were just like extreme dedication and like once once i learned like how difficult it was yeah and how much it really took to build up these physiques because you know most everyday people will look at somebody that you know like a bodybuilder or somebody with with good amount of you know a lot of muscle and stuff like that you'd be like oh well, that guy just takes steroids and like he just probably lifts a little bit of weight but you don't understand what it really goes into it until until you're in it, until you, you're doing it, until yeah. you're doing it to where right. you see like, oh, this is like literally a, a like a 24/7 job on top of everything else you're doing For in sure. life. And so once I saw that, I'm like, wow, this is it's kind of impressive what these guys are able to do. Yeah, and it, it just it just took off from there. It just it it intrigued me so much that it's it's almost still to this day like bodybuilding to me is like the most absurd sort of sport. <laughs> It just—it's crazy yeah. to me, but I—but I love it, and I can understand. Well, it's amazing what you've done there, Zach. Um, you know, you sent me a picture that we'll be posting up later on social media. It's just unbelievable how how you can tell. I mean, how you look. It—I mm-hmm. mean, it absolutely takes that twenty-four-seven dedication. Mm-hmm. So this, I would imagine, Zach, that this helped you, like, get to that point where, like, I'm done with the party and scene per oh, yeah. se. I mean, that was the moment I was trying to get at. Is like, when did you know, like, okay, I'm done with this old me. This is going to be me from now on. I mean, probably just within the first few years, once I'm like, I just, I mean, within within the first few months, I'm like, I like this. Like, this is, this is a lot cooler than I initially thought it was. Right. You know, when I, from the outside looking in, just thinking, just like, oh yeah, just bodybuilders, whatever. But now once I'm seeing what goes into it and all, you know, the different bodybuilders and the, you know, these different personalities and different things that go into everything, I'm like, this is, it's, it's pretty incredible. Yeah. And so I think that's what, you know, what made me, I'm like, if I, if I'm going to do this, well, I, I, I didn't tell myself like, I'm going to do this like as hard as possible. It's like, I wasn't able to stop myself from doing it right. that way. Like I okay. said, where I'm just sure. an extremist. I'm like, I, <laughs> I, if I wanted to slow down, I couldn't. Right. So I think it was, it, it comes back to sort of my addictive personality where sure. I, if I attach to something and I get my mind onto something, I will just like obsess over it like right. relentlessly. Yeah. So which can be very bad, but also very good. I think, I think anyone channeled in the right direction. Yeah. Yeah. And so luckily I was able to run across this thing 
that I was able, I'm able to utilize and it's completely changed who I am within the last, you know, five, five years Yeah. to where, you know, I'm all, I'm still the same guy, but I'm much, much more driven, goal oriented. I'm able to be more disciplined. I've cultivated, a, uh, you know, really strong work ethic and right. understanding of what it takes to actually, you know, build something, not just physique wise, but literally anything. I mean, that's the nice thing is bodybuilding, the, the, you know, principles of it can be applied to anything in life. Right. It's just, you know, uh, it, it's just a different place to, to put that. Sure. Well, growing up, Zach, I mean, obviously you had, you know, some troubles that you were struggling with. What beliefs did you have about yourself back then that were holding you back? Um, you know, probably just that, just figured, you know, not good enough to yeah. to be anything like significant, probably, you know, I guess I really just didn't think long-term enough and didn't think that, you know, basically that it, I could accomplish anything like I'm just not that guy to right. to to take my life somewhere I've always you know wanted to and always like you know w you know had some sort of desire to you know be something or make some sort of difference but I'm just like I, I can't do anything I've yeah you know my whole youth was you know like I said spent in and out of juvenile detention facilities and all the other times I'm out, out partying and doing <laughs> drugs with my friends right. and stuff where you know, so I didn't, I wasn't able to build up, uh, you know, uh, these, these things that a lot of people have, um, that they, that they kind of learned like the discipline to, to work and, and work towards things. And so I think I just had that just limiting sure. self belief that I'm just like, you know, this is just who I am yeah. and hopefully something good happens, which it did. Right. You know, which was, I mean, it was pure luck um, that I ran across it, um, that I ran across bodybuilding. So uh, I think that, yeah, that's the main thing that yeah. that was limited. Well, I think that, that, you know, I've been in this business a long time counseling people who are struggling, and that is the number one limiting belief that I hear, that I'm just not good enough. Yeah. This is just who I am. It's just what I do. Yeah. This is how I grow up. And it's cool to see you, you know, you know, you no longer are in that mindset. So what would you say your belief system that you, that you have about you now, what would it be? Well, I mean, it's to, to where, to where I am now. I mean, it's pretty incredible. Cause I'm like where I get, you know, messages and DMS and stuff from a lot of people that are like, Hey man, you're an inspiration to me. Like, yeah. you know, you really push me like people I don't even know. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm like, really? <laughs> this is it's it like it yeah. blows my mind and yeah. so it's it's awesome so it it makes me realize like i think we have so much more you know ability to do you know what we want in life and and be able to get the life we have um if we just get past that the 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 belief your 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 negative belief system sure um, you know, we have a lot more power than, than we initially want to believe. Yeah. And it's, it's very, uh, it, it's really weird. Cause it, like I said, I've, I'm <laughs> my mindset has yeah. completely shifted to where now before I'm like, oh, I'm not good enough to now. I'm like, 
you know, I feel like I can almost, I can do anything. Do anything yeah. I can do anything as, you know, as long as, you know, put in the work behind it. That's for sure. Yeah. That's, that's the thing too, is we're told as kids like, Oh, you can be anything you want to be. Well, you know, that's like half of it. Right. Or that's like 10% of it. Sure. The rest of it is like, if you bust your ass, for, if you really right. work hard, because guess what? Everybody else wants, you know, wants the good life and everybody else right. wants all these, you know, there's going to be a hundred thousand people behind you that want exactly the same thing you do. And so what makes you think that it's going to fall in your lap for you? You have to, you know, figure out your way to, you know, discipline and work hard towards that. Right. And, and that's been, you know, probably one of the best things with bodybuilding is I've been able to take myself from this point and then physically see a difference visually. And that's like, you know, it's more, it's one thing to like say something or see something right. on paper, but when you can visually see a significant difference, you're like, Oh wow. I yeah. can, I can, if I do this and this and this and work really hard towards this, then it's, it'll, it'll right. work out. Something will, something will happen. Yeah, it's um, motivating to see that change. You look at it and go, mm -hmm. whoa, look at what I'm doing. Yeah. That's and motivating. Yeah, and so I think for me, that was the biggest thing was, you know, just a visual. And that's all That's all I needed to be like, oh, okay. Like, A plus B equals C. Yeah. It's, it's, very cool. it's very, you know, it's very simple where, you know, I think we just get caught up in our doubts and things and our fears of, right. you know, uh, um, you know, what people think or like, oh, what if I fail or what, you know, what if people laugh at me? And once I was able to just like, what, what's the alternative? That's, right. that was my thing. What's yeah. the alternative? It's, you know, either give it a shot and if you fail, you know, it's not the end of the world. You don't, you know, you don't die. You're not <laughs> kicked out of the tribe. You know, you're right. not exiled. Like nothing really bad will happen. I mean, somebody could say something bad about you. And I've had plenty of people that, you know, may, you know, may hate or, or whatever, but at the end of the day, like, doesn't really change anything, you know? So, right. and, and the positive that I received far outweighs any sort of negative. Sure. So I think that that's kind of like our lizard brain, like our internal, like we, right. we, we get, we have this fight or flight to where, you know. We want to be accepted so bad that it'll create like this, you know, resistance right. in us to, to do things um, that, you know, we know we're capable of or that we know that we sure. should be doing. So how does your, how does your family now look at you? Are they, are they in awe? Are they shocked? Are yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's so funny um, because, you know, I was, I was the, um, the one that always, I mean, my other, my other brother and sister, they, they got in trouble a little bit, mm -hmm. but not even near to the extent that I did. Right. Um, not even close. And I, like I asked my mom, I knew what her answer was, but I just wanted to hear it. <laughs> right. And I was like, who was, who was the worst to deal with? And she was like, oh, you. And I laughed because I <laughs> knew, and I knew the answer, but she's like, you know what? You're the one that's like really the one that I'm so proud of. And so you know, my family, and it's funny because I joke, it's like, I set the bar so low. <laughs> and so now it's like anything that I do, 
is good. Like, right. like as long as Zach's staying out of jail, like we're proud. <laughs> and so now that I'm doing this, That's and so then true, huh? yeah, and so yeah. it's it's which is you know, is true. So I'm when I you know do the bodybuilding competitions, everybody's you know so proud, and then they you know yeah. go to the competition and they're seeing all these people there, and they're you know and they see how big of because my family knows about as much as bodybuilding as I did when I first started. You know, just just basically nothing. And so when they go and they visually see like the competitions and they see me up on stage and like, you know, it's a big accomplishment. And so, you know, they, they're completely happy with it. You know, they can see, you know, where I was and how far I've come now and, you know, what I'm now building towards. Um, and so they're, they're completely supportive. And it's right. awesome to see. Yeah, that's cool. Because yeah, I was I was the guy that they were like, oh my god, what, what, well, what's going to happen with that? Yeah, exactly. And based on how you were living your youth, they probably thinking there, this guy's going to end up in prison. Yeah, I because how hard you were going and everything, right? Oh yeah, yeah. And like they've, I mean, multiple so, family members have, have literally said that to me. They were right. like, you're going to end up going to prison. And I'm like, you know, and so. But I at the at the time, I mean, I always remember that. Yeah. But at the time, I'm like, oh, whatever. I'm fine. Yeah. I'm good. I'll, you I'll, never I'll, think it's gonna, you yeah. know, that sort of stuff. So. Yeah. Um. Yeah, it's it's just incredible, you know. Now, just just I I would like to go back in time and like be able to interact with myself, you know, seven eight years ago and see what I'm see what like I was like to interact exactly, with. Right. I'm, I I was thinking about that the other day. I was like, you know, really, what is like how vast is this difference? I know my personality is probably very similar, but my I'm interested to see you know sort of my belief system and like sure. how I would interact with myself yeah. and that's so that's always kind of been well it's cool as you're talking and sharing your story here you know I have this principle that I share with my clients where life happens for us mm -hmm. and so all of the stuff you've been through I mean even though at times it was hard but it's really benefited you to who you are today yeah and right? and that's one thing is like I I carry and that was one thing that I remember when I was like younger and getting in trouble. Whenever I was in like DT or you know sitting in a cell, sleeping on a little thin mattress, whatever, <laughs> right. all those times, I never blamed anybody else. I like from the time really? I was fourteen, I always took responsibility. I'm like, this is this is because of what I did. That's pretty rare, especially for a young kid. Yeah, and if <laughs> if you've ever been to jail or if you've ever been in DT or any sort of lockdown facility or anything like that. It's always somebody else's fault. Every right. it it's yeah. so and it blow and it always blew my mind how they everybody was, you know, wanted to say either they're a hundred percent innocent. I didn't do it. I didn't do it. I didn't do it. Or it was always somebody else's fault. I mean, yeah. the, the, that was, you know, more than fifty percent of the people sure. would be like that. Right. Um. I would see it, even up to seventy percent. <laughs> Very few people would be like, you know what, this is because of what I did, and so I was always took responsibility but i never wanted to change what i was doing right. I, it was never significant enough for me to want to change my behavior and so yeah now i'm like i'm almost grateful for all you know the traumatic experiences and everything that i've sure. had to go through in life because you know it it created like a little bit of like craziness that and and this this very 
dense sort of energy that I can just, I can push all into my training and bodybuilding to where I can just be, people are like, you're just, you're so crazy with it. Like I I could never do that. And so I, it, this, this, like I said, this energy is just the fuel to, to, you know, just channel it. And so I've, and I've had friends, you know, that we grew up partying and doing all this crazy stuff with. And that's, and he told me the same thing. He was like, you know, you've always been sort of a crazy, extreme sort of guy. And it was just like, just like this, this energy that just had no direction. But now he's like, ever since you did bodybuilding, he's like, I can understand why you're such an extremist. Cause that's your personality. And now you just found an outlet for that. Right. And that's cool. And so, um, I think that's, that's the thing with a lot of people is we don't have you know an outlet or we're afraid to to do what we want to do um based on you know our how we believe in ourselves what we think of other people or worrying about you know not doing things 100 percent right or failing you know but the thing is is you know you're you're much better trying and and doing things and failing than not even trying at all right that's very well said Let's talk a little bit about what it takes to be that bodybuilder. I mean, talk about your day. <laughs> My <laughs> like day. How, like, you know, what's your routine? Yeah. Let's talk about your daily routine. So daily routine would be I'll wake up at like 5 a.m., um, prepare my breakfast, which will be uh, about 8 to 12 egg whites and a whole egg. Uh, this is just currently it, it that right. it can change Changes, yeah. and then, um, some oats, some dry oats. So I'll have like 80 grams or two cups of, or a full cup of oats, um, scoop of peanut butter. And then I have my meals prepared for, I'll, I'll get going. I, I work construction. So, okay. um, I'll have two or three whole food meals prepped for the day, put my lunch box and then like some protein powder in a blender bottle, um, head off to work at about anywhere between nine or 10. Once I get a, once I get, you know, a good five, 10 minutes, hurry up and scarf down a meal really quick. Uh, most of the time at that point, it'll be, it'll be cold cause I don't have a microwave <laughs> or anything. So right. I just, I run to the truck, crew truck or something like that, grab a meal, scarf it down. Um, or I'll chug a shake real quick if I yeah. have absolutely no time and then lunch, right. you have my lunch. So I'll, I'll do that throughout the day. Um, so I'll eat six times a day and, uh, get off work after you know 10 10 12 hours go to the gym spend about two about two hours there on average um intense training right and then um you know get off go home you know prepare any meals or anything i need to for the next day um with whatever time i have between then if i have any if i have any time um you know i'll work on uh, my, I have my own coaching business where I, where I, you know, provide online coaching for people wanting to get in shape, writing, writing, uh, training and diet programs. And then I have, uh, my beast, this is beast fitness line, um, that, uh, it's like a bodybuilding apparel line that I'm trying, trying to, to build up and promote. So I'll work on that. And it's Um, called, what's it called? Beast lifestyle. But the, but the S in beast is actually a Z. So it's like, there we go. Gotcha. Yeah. So okay, I just want our listeners to hear that, so they can. Yeah. So that's I'm trying to build up that um, for more of the 
like the hardcore bodybuilder crowd there's a lot of like right. uh, lifestyle and and uh uh urban sort of fitness brands where they're very you know cutesy and light and everything like that where mine's more a little bit darker more hardcore <laughs> which is you know yeah. sort of sort of you know the 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 guys that i look up to just the 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 extremists of, of that exactly. so well, um, let me ask you this question too. Like, so when you're preparing though for an actual competition, mm -hmm. I would imagine you're probably spending more hours in the gym per day, or is it still pretty it, much the same? Schedule? It'll be it'll be about the same amount of time. Okay. Um, my training, my actual actual weight training, will go from about an hour and a half to an hour forty five minutes okay. down to about an hour because that's all. Because at that point I'll be so depleted. That's that's all that my body will allow. Right, right. Um, <laughs> and even that hour is just mi can be miserable at times. And then I'll do about an hour, up to an hour of cardio um, on the stairmaster or something like that. Um, well, and I've, then I've heard like even just practicing the poses is a workout. Like just trying to figure that out. Oh yeah, is and that correct? Yeah. So when you when you pose, <laughs> you're you are contracting every muscle in your body because when you stand on stage to make the muscles pop you contract yeah. them so it's like your, your biceps and stuff you go like this they're, they're going to pop only if you flex it really hard right so if you think about standing on stage as a bodybuilder you're just in a small little uh posing trunks and so you <laughs> have to flex all the way they say from the ground up start with your calves your quads your hamstrings glutes uh abs chest arms every everything is is tightened as right. as much as possible yeah um and so to hold that is very very difficult oh yeah so you have to you have to condition your body to be able to do that um and so yeah if you think about lifting any sort of weight well usually you're just lifting one muscle group at a time right. where you're flexing like your arm right. or your chest. Yeah. So to keep everything tense and to hold it there, it, you know, it, it's hard to do it for 10 seconds. Oh, yeah. And yeah. so, <laughs> um, there's a lot that goes into it and, and people, you know, people don't realize that until, you know, they really start getting into it. Like I said, I, I had no idea. No right. idea what I was getting myself into. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, what am I doing? What am yeah, I, I still ask myself that, but I, but I just, I love it so much. Sure, it's, it's no, such a passion I, for me. No, and and again, like I said for our listeners, you know, when we post your picture, it's it's really is quite amazing what you have done, and and obviously to hear what where you were and where you are now, it, it's it's impressive. Yeah, I mean, yeah. and not just because you're in really good shape. I'm more impressed with the mindset. Mm -hmm. You know, you went from, you know, not thinking you're good enough and I'm always just going to be this criminal partying kid to now you're like, no, I, I'm going to make a difference in this world. You did mention to me that you want you want to you're going to start your own podcast here mm -hmm. eventually. Yeah. You know, what what are some other things that you're doing for the future that you can let our listeners know about besides the podcast? Um. So, yeah, the pot, the podcast itself will be the mindful meathead to where <laughs> It, uh, I like that. It's it's more where, where you can go and you, you can see these YouTube videos and stuff like that where people talk yeah. about training and it's very okay. Um, it, it can be very good, but I want to take a different approach and have it be you know very intellectual based, like stuff like this where we can sure. dive deeper into like yeah, dig into it deep. Yeah, because I think that's that's a big thing and a big 
you know, stigma that bodybuilders were just like these big dumb meatheads and there's not a lot behind there and yeah, they're give you know, me away. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So <laughs> y- you know, you just I think naturally we, we look at this really big guy and we just have this sort of like this Hulk sort of caveman sort of, you know, way of, of looking at him naturally. I think that and so I don't blame sure. people for that. But yeah it, with with the mindful meathead I want to go a little bit more philosophical, intellectual, you know, just much, much deeper. You know, hence that's where I came up with, with the name and then I like it. And then, um, as much as I can in, in using the competitive aspect of bodybuilding, um, you know, competing in the MPC and hopefully one day the IFBB to use that as a platform to help promote other things that I, you know, eventually want to do. And then, um, my coaching services, um, to help other people, not just, not just bodybuilders and not just, you know, fitness competitors or anything like that. I mean, I've, I work with like you know, everybody from competitors to, you know, stay at home moms and stuff like that to just want to get healthier, like just literally anybody and, and, um, help, help people, you know, get on the right track towards, they could be healthier and feel better about themselves. And, you know, heck maybe, you know, they want to compete one day. Who knows? I I didn't think I wanted to, but here (laughs) Here you are. And then, um, as of right now, the apparel line, the, the beast lifestyle, where um, there's not a lot of the fitness brands that um, promote the more hardcore aspect, the, right. the really, really big guys. The you know, it's a lot of like the you know big smiles and you know girls' booties and stuff like that, which is all it's all great and stuff. But I like mine. I I want to focus on you know that 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 core set of people who really, really like to train hard, who really like to, like, just have that same sort of extremist mentality with bodybuilding. Right. Um, and there's not a lot of That's that cool. going on because, you know, back over the last about 10, 10 20 years, open bodybuilding, the, the really big guys has really died down and they're getting back to more, like, they want more streamlined, like, aesthetic looks, right. you know, not the, the mass monsters where... I mean, I'm I'm more of the fan of you know, as big and as shredded as possible while remaining you know, a- aesthetic. Um, a lot of if you go back the '90s, back in the '90s, that was like the golden era. They don't call that yeah. the, they called like the '60s and '70s with Arnold the golden era. But right. for me, the '90s it was like the perfect balance of everything. Sure. Um, in in that world, so that's just kind of my sort of mindset. Uh, with with what I want to do with with beast lifestyle and then I mean just Very whatever cool. I can do to to help other people and inspire other people and and just for people to know like you know you can whether it's bodybuilding or whether it's anything I mean you can you can do pretty much anything you you set your mind to as long as you are willing to pay that price yeah, and I, I like how you point that out because yeah we can be anything and i agree with that but you're you couldn't even be more correct when you say as long as you're willing to put in the work mm-hmm. and you that's can, you can have it if you'll put the work in and that's that's yeah. my biggest thing with people um that 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 come to me you know for coaching or guidance or say right. oh you inspire me i'm like man you just you you need to understand that right. if i if i can do this it's it's anybody's game. For sure. It's just I'm willing to pay that price. Right. And are you? 
more times than likely no which is fine you know it's it's not for everybody but you know a lot of people want to you know think that there is some sort of secret pill or you know you can take this or you know use these performance enhancing drugs or you know there's some sort of magical sort of weight loss or muscle gaining diet or you take this supplement right. there's just there's no shortcuts there's no shortcuts right. and that i think that's like i said the beauty of bodybuilding it's it's perfect representation of of, of life i think is that you know you're you're only going to do well if you're willing to go straight through the fire right and if you're willing to put in the work and the more you look for shortcuts the more actually you're taking you know three steps back exactly. and you're you're working against yourself and so yeah. that's why i tell that's like, a great point one of my yeah. my slogan for beast lifestyle is hardcore nothing like that's that's my mentality with everything I like and it. i think if you don't have to be that same way but i think if you if you just make sure that whatever you do you give it you give it 100 percent. you give, give it, it you you empty yeah. yourself you give everything you can to it and you know you may not get exactly to where you were or where you want to be but you'll you'll you can go further and, or you might go a completely different path but i think that you will be happy with yourself and where you're going as long as you just put in put forth that that extreme dedication. Wow, very well said, Zach. Very well said. You know, if uh, if you could give any advice for someone who's listening to this right now, who may be struggling with even drug addiction or criminal behavior, or they're just trying to find their you know their purpose, and you know, what what advice would you give them? Um, it's a good question. <laughs> I mean, just. Just know that you know this is this is the only time that we have here that you get you get one shot at life. Right. Uh-huh. Um, I mean, I'm not religious or anything what whatsoever. So I once you're done, boom, game over. You know, and so if 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 you want, yeah, if you want, trust me. At one point in your life, you're gonna you're gonna wish that you had done things differently. And so do something that your future self will be thankful for and just, just discipline yourself. Like that's the ultimate thing. Like don't, don't waste any time because I wasted a lot of my time. And so I'm, I'm trying to play catch up now is how I'm feeling. And so that's why I have such extreme dedication towards everything I want to do because I felt like I wasted so much time. Don't waste any time because one day it's, it's going to be gone and you, you don't get, you don't get any other, other opportunity. Great advice, Zach. Great advice. If 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 people want to reach out to you and get to know you better or f- learn more about you, what would be the best way for them to do that? Um, social media is is pretty good. Uh, Facebook or Instagram. Uh, just Zach Pryor. Uh, f- Instagram at Zach Pryor. Z a c k p r i o r, and then you can find me on on Facebook by just searching my name i'm the guy with the profile picture that's some bodybuilder <laughs> yeah it's it's Can't uh, miss it. <laughs> yeah yeah it's hard to miss yeah so yeah and you know if anybody wants wants to reach out or anything yeah. um, i'm more than happy to talk to literally anybody that's awesome well i want to thank you for spending some time with me today and sharing your story with our listeners and, and with me i i feel so blessed that i get to sit in this seat yeah. And hear such amazing stories and to see where you were and where you are now it really is an inspiration and i just i want to thank you for uh, 
taking the time out of your busy schedule to to sit with us today. Yeah, I appreciate you having me on, Todd. It's it's been it's been great today, and I I love the podcast. Been listening yeah, to it quite a bit. Thank lately. you, and I appreciate that. And listeners, there you go. Another amazing story. Uh, another amazing person, Zach Pryor. Um, please uh, share this with anyone you know. And uh, again, I can't thank you enough for your support. Again, I got to thank Veracity Networks for their sponsorship, and I'm just very blessed there. And I just, I feel blessed. I sit here, I'm over here just inspired going, man, I need to up my game here, here, and here. So thank you for inspiring me. And I'm sure those who listen to this are going to feel the same way. So yeah, well, you inspired me too. So, I mean, this is a great experience and and thank you again, Todd. Thank you. And uh, until next time, folks. All right. Thanks.